Hey friends, happy new year. Welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. This week we're talking about why podcasting is for you. This episode is so amazing. Go and grab your pen and your notebook. You don't want to miss all the juicy details I'm giving away. I can't wait for you to listen. Let's dive in. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name's Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit-chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hey friends, happy new year. I'm so excited that we're officially in January of 2021. This is the first podcast episode of 2021, so I'm really excited to bring you an amazing episode because I had been thinking really long and hard about what I wanted the first episode of this year to be about, and I wanted it to be something that was relevant to me, but the podcast and the direction that I'm going and the direction I'm going with, you know, my coaching business, the podcast, and all the things. So I thought, why not do an episode about podcasting, which is how I got here. And this episode is really to help you determine if podcasting is for you. And I truly believe that podcasting is for anybody. You know, podcasting comparison to other platforms is still a really small percentage of the market. And it has so much potential that we haven't even seen reach. There are so many media conglomerates such as Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, even Amazon Music that are investing in the podcast space that there's so much opportunity right now, today, this year, in the future to really set yourself up to have a successful platform. So in today's episode, I want to talk about why podcasting is for you and share with you some tools, resources, and then inspiration to help you get started. Um, So let's dive into this here. I had been thinking about a podcast for probably three years. So it'll be a year in April since we launched Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. I had been thinking about a podcast since 2019, probably 2018. Um, But I have been listening to podcasts for probably about six years now. And for me, the idea about a podcast was simply because it allowed me to learn and engage and connect when I didn't have the time to. Podcast episodes can range anywhere between, you know, a quick episode of 10 minutes to an hour and sometimes even longer than an hour, depending on an interview. Um, But I find that the sweet spot for a podcast episode, so take a note of this, is probably between 30 to 45 minutes. You really want to be mindful of who your listener is and who your audience is and what they might be doing. 
So for me, when I started to listen to podcasts really heavily was on my work commute. I have an hour commute one way to work, so that's two hours a day. And so between podcasts and audible books, that really became my way of learning and injecting some content and material to fuel my soul. And the reason I had been thinking about a podcast was because I've ultimately wanted to start a side hustle, start a business. And I've had really successful businesses in the past, but I've gotten bored with them. And this time around, I really wanted to choose a platform that helped me connect with people in a really meaningful way. So for me, podcasting seemed like a logical solution. It's an open, free space that people can come listen to you. You don't have to pay to listen to a podcast. Yes, there are individuals and people out there that have podcasts where they may ask for you to pay a small fee to promote their show or to help their show going because there may be certain things that they choose to pay for to have a podcast. But there's so many opportunities for you to just jump on a microphone that's really simple to do and get a podcast going. And I'll talk to you more about what that breakdown is, kind of like the tools and resources to really get you started. So, you know, I think if anyone in 2021 is looking at an opportunity to do something different for themselves, to do something out of courage, to do something that really is going to help them either start a business or connect with an audience or they have something to share, a podcast could be a really good way and a good resource and a tool and a platform to do that. For me, my inspiration came from being a life and career coach and knowing that I wanted to use a podcast as a way of connecting with listeners to get them to work with me. And obviously the podcast is free, so it's free coaching all the time. Whenever you listen to an episode, I bring you one episode every week. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to be able to bring you two episodes every week here in the future. That's what 2021 is really about for me this year. But when we think about it, for me particularly, the idea of a podcast came to really connecting with an audience and giving them a space where they can come listen to meaningful conversations where everyone is welcomed and a space where it really helped people figure out the things about their lives they may be lost and confused on. Um, helping people really define and understand their values and their purpose and their skills. Um, helping people have hard conversations that they can learn on how to have those hard conversations. But when you're thinking about starting a podcast, this is when you want to kind of bring your pen and paper for this. You really want to be strategic and thoughtful of who your audience is. Who is it that you're looking to reach out to? Because that's going to weigh in on the content that you're going to be sharing on your show and how you're going to promote your show. So really think about who it is that you're looking for. When I started my process of thinking about um, the podcast and who it was for, and who I am as a coach, I had to think about who my audience is. And knowing your audience is really, really important for the success of your show, as are the other things. But the reason that's important is because if you're using the podcast as a tool to organically grow your business as a way of sharing content and information, you want to make sure that the right people are getting to it and are listening to it. So that means that in your promotion, you have to know the channels and where you're gonna promote your podcast. And when I say channels, meaning is it on LinkedIn, which is where I share my podcast heavily? Is it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok? 
um, Snapchat, whatever those social media platforms or channels that your audience or your avatar lives, that's where you want to make sure that you're sharing it on. So really thinking about, that's kind of like, I guess the first thing you can think about is who is your audience, right? Who is your ideal client? Um, who is your avatar? So I guess that would be, you know, how do you get inspired by that and who you're wanting to share it to? The next thing that's important in um, a podcast is equipment. So before you could even get started, you want to make sure that you have the appropriate equipment. So yes, there are many people who have their phones, which is not a bad thing. I've recorded episodes for y'all on my cell phone while I'm driving, and sometimes the quality is really good and sometimes the quality is really shitty. It really just depends on what you're doing. I've sat on my couch downstairs in my living room, so I usually keep my my podcast equipment, which is just a basic Yeti, Blue Yeti microphone, and I can put a link in the show notes for where I got mine. I got it from Best Buy, but you can get it on Amazon. Um, and you and in the la- the times that I've recorded episodes when I'm not in my car, it's been on my phone, same type of equipment, um, but it's more quieter when you're in a quiet space. You have, you definitely want to find a space where acoustics are clear. I also have a pop filter. When I started doing the podcast, I didn't have a pop filter. I just had the microphone. Um, As I started to kind of get more active and learning about how to make my podcast better, I was really more mindful of the tools that I needed to do that. So yes, you can use your phone to record a podcast episode, but be mindful of the quality. Now, when I say that, I want to be mindful of the fact that you want to show up authentically. Sometimes I have the dogs barking in the background, the cell phones going off, or there's noise on the computer, or um, if my husband's home, he may be listening to the TV and you can hear the TV in the background. That's where you show up because you're showing a part of yourself that your audience can connect to and say that person's real. It's not all of this high production quality of audio or sound that people come to, I don't think always expect. I think people want to listen to your message more so than how the quality is. And so I don't I don't always want to get lost in the fact that like you have to have this $300 microphone when you can go buy a microphone that's just as good for 35 40 bucks and save yourself the money of that expense. Um, so being mindful of the space and where you're recording is important. So I guess, you know, when we think when you're, when you're creating this list, the first thing was who is your audience? Who is your avatar or ideal client? Um, the second thing I would say is equipment. So I mentioned um, the microphone. I, I have a Blue Yeti microphone. I got mine from Best Buy, but I also had a gift card. And at the time, this particular Blue Yeti microphone was about 90 bucks. Um, my gift card was about 80 bucks, I think, or 70 bucks. So I ended up paying like $22 for the stupid pot, for the, not the stupid microphone, but the microphone, I should say. Um, and then the pop filter that I have, I got on Amazon. So I have to kind of add this piece too. I used to have this really weird cube that I also bought on Amazon to help with the sound acoustics of where my microphone is sitting. One of the things that I learned is that you want to have a clean leveled surface and making sure that your microphone could sit without any vibration or movement. And this particular square box had some foaming inside it, but it was really hard to speak into. 
So I felt like I literally had to dump my head into this box in order for me to just <laughs> speak into the microphone. It was the most awkward thing ever. And it was a stupid $30 investment that I don't think I'll ever use. So that was definitely stupid because I don't even use it anymore. I bought it. I thought it would work. It didn't work. So you kind of learn from experience, which is why I'm sharing this with you. So the pop filter helps 100%. I have um, a, a really thick accent in some ways. Sometimes it's a Spanish accent. Sometimes it's um, a New Yorker accent or whatever accent people might hear come from me. But also when you phonetically say things, the filter really reduces some of the muffling that comes out of your mouth. So it's really helpful to have a pop filter in your audio because it makes it sound so much cleaner and it cleans up a lot of those sounds that you don't want in the background. One of the things that I did to help with the sound reduction, the vibration of where my podcast sits, is that I put a towel underneath the, the microphone itself. Um, and so with that, that actually stabilizes the actual microphone, even though it's sitting on a stand and it's not actually moving. Um, but it also allows the microphone to not have any vibration in its surroundings. So it made the quality of the sound much, much better. So that's another thing to be mindful, another tip to be aware of. So microphone pop filter. The other thing I would say is that sometimes it helps having headphones. I actually have a pair of really, really old beat headphones that I plug into the back of the microphone that ultimately, I don't usually always use a microphone, but I find that it's helpful when you're recording with an interview and you wanna kind of block out the sound around you to kind of create a buffer for you and the person that are talking. Obviously, depending on if it's a podcast where it's just you, you may not need it based on where you are. So for me, I'm in my office, in my home office, and my microphone sits on top of a standing desk unit. So this standing desk unit is pretty solid, pretty heavy, but having that towel helps. But I also, the space where I'm in is big, and so the acoustics sometimes can bounce. So I would say if you have a room in your home or your apartment or wherever you are, that has carpeting, that helps sound and acoustics. I know a lot of people who sit in their closet if you have a big enough closet. I surely don't, I have an old home. I can barely walk into my closet without hitting my feet with shoes on the floor, like shoe boxes on the floor. So that's out of the question for me. Um, but being able to find a space where you have just a wide surrounding of, so that you reduce the bouncing of sound is the way you're gonna get the best audio. Um, but you know, don't worry about editing so much of that because I think at the end of the day, people want you to be authentic. People want to come and hear what you have to say, especially once you start to create your show and produce it in a way that's really speaking to you. And I'm coming from a place where it's going to be a year in April since I launched this podcast. And I thought it was important for me to share this with you because I've learned so much in the process, so much to the point that I launched my podcast. I felt like I needed to learn more about podcasting and I actually purchased a, co a course, which I will talk to you more about that here momentarily because the course is amazing. So if you think podcasting is for you, I think it's for everybody, but if you think it's for you and you're really wanting to invest in doing this, this course will teach you step-by-step step every single thing. It's like a four-hour course, I wanna say, on how to create a really successful show from launch to everything. So... um. 
yeah, I mean, that really covers the equipment. It covers the audio. The other thing you really need is a good recording software. So depending if you're an Apple user or you're a uh, Windows user, so if you're using a PC to record this, um, which is what I use, I use Audacity. So Audacity is a free software. You don't have to pay for it. So again, you know, really minimal cost. So far, the only investment you've had is just the actual microphone and the pop filter. So again, for 50 bucks, you can get yourself a really good microphone and a pop filter. That's the only investment so far in this. And Audacity is free. And Audacity, there are tons and tons of tutorials on YouTube that I've actually looked at with working with my audio. It taught me how to snip pieces of audio where there was um, dead air. It's taught me how to add music to my podcast um, with my intro and outro, which I'll talk more about that here later in a minute. Um, so the YouTube tutorials also are super helpful for Audacity. Um, don't be intimidated by it because I think that if you're open to what you're going to do, you can learn it. Believe me, I was overwhelmed when I first saw this. I was like, oh, hell no, this shit ain't for me. But I got more comfortable with it. And the course helped a lot because I came into the course for the podcast almost about two and a half to three months after launching my podcast. But I had very little knowledge. I kind of just threw myself in and said, I'm going to do this and see how what, what ends up happening. And here I am. I'm just like so excited about everything that I'm doing with the podcast. Um, so don't get overwhelmed by it. If you're a, a Mac user, an Apple user, there's something called GarageBand, which already comes preloaded on your Mac PC or your Mac computer, I should say. So that's the Mac um, version of what you can use to record audio. There are platforms online, I should say, that will allow you to record podcast audio. Um, Zencaster is one of those platforms. I've done interviews with people where they use Zencaster to record the audio for the podcast, but we recorded the interview in Zoom. Um, and so for them, they wanted to capture the ease of Zencaster. And I'll put this in the show notes. I'm going to make a note for myself here. Um, the ease of Zencaster. Now, Zencaster is not free. It is a paid service, but you have, I guess, a number of hours with your subscription, if I'm not mistaken. I have to kind of go back and look into that, but I don't use it. I use Audacity, and when I do interviews, I do Zoom. Again, the quality of the audio is just as good if the person who you're interviewing has a good microphone. And I've interviewed people who are using their iPods, their, yeah, their iPods to, to record an interview. I've interviewed people who are using their gaming headsets that have a microphone to record an interview. There was only one interview out of all the podcasts that I've had where the quality of the sound was not the best, but it wasn't terrible. And it was because the interviewee, um, I think they had some feedback on their computer microphone. I always encourage all of my um, interviewees to make sure that they have a mic. But in some cases, you could still use the computer as long as you have a good quality speaker um, for that recording to come through. You should be fine. But you as the podcast host, you should have a good microphone. Um, so GarageBand or Audacity, those are your two your two primary softwares. There are more, right? There are there are quite a few more, but I think that that is not you know going to be really really that important um, in the grand scheme of things. 
what's important um, is identifying which hosting platform is important to you. Um, so I use Podbean. Um, when I started to look at platforms, I originally looked at Anchor, which is 100% free um, to do, but I didn't feel that it was a good level of hosting and being able to share your podcast um, to all of the platforms where they can be heard. So you're probably sitting there scratching your head like, what the hell is he talking about? So your podcast has to live someplace in order for people to access it. So a hosting platform will host your podcast, meaning it lives there, and then it has what's called an RSS feed, which is how it's shared. So the RSS feed will then tell all of these podcasting platforms where you can hear them, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, um, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, all of those different things are platforms. The RSS, the RSS feed, if I could talk today, will tell these platforms, hey, this particular podcast has a new episode. You need to upload this to your channels so that they can be fed out. So it's a feed, okay? So it's RSS feed. So deciding on a hosting platform is important because you want something that has a compatibility to share on all of those feeds. You also want something that has the ability for you to share on other channels, maybe social media channels. For example, I have mine set up to automatically share on Twitter when the podcast goes live. So sometimes I will create an episode for you and I will edit it real quick and then upload the show notes, copy it into Podbean and then share it. And so automatically when I share it, it's a live sharing. So it will go immediately for sure on Spotify, on Apple, on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and um, whatever other channels it goes to. And then it then shares a link from Podbean to Twitter. There is a Podbean app that once you subscribe to Podbean, see there goes the sound that you probably heard, um, that, that goes onto Podbean um, that you could use. So you could record, like when I've recorded an episode to you, or for you I should say, I've used Podbean on my phone to record the episode. So I used my, the Podbean app. Um, so on the other side of that too, like, you know, finding a platform that's really best for you. So sharing the RSS feed is really important. You want to make sure it's a user, user-friendly user platform. And there's other ones out there um, that people have used. You know, I use Podbean because I did a little bit of research to see what other podcasters were using and made the most sense. Um, I mentioned Anchor because Anchor's free. I paid for Podbean and I think it was like 65 bucks for the year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not 100% sure of how much it actually costs because I did it for the year, so I don't have to renew it until April. But, um, you know, there's there's other platforms out there um, that people are using to host their podcast on. It's important in the sense that it's important for you and how your show is produced and how it's, how it's saved on the platform and where it's being shared to. Um, but that's something you have to feel out. So what are the other things that are really important? So we talked about so far 
who is this podcast for? Meaning your audience, the avatar, um, who you know, who you're who you're channeling it to. We talked about equipment. Um, we talked about software. Um, we talked about hosting. So hosting your podcast. Where is it hosting? Um, Podbean. I, I said Podbean for mine. And then um, the things that are important when it comes to really setting the, the the expectations of launching your show. So one of the things that I learned really early on, and I haven't been able to get back to this just because my life has been so crazy, was that before I launched my podcast, I had five episodes ready to go um, prior to me going actually live. So I batched them. Um, and I knew that I wanted to make sure I had a good number of episodes because I didn't feel like I wanted to fall behind. So like right now, this episode, this particular one, which is episode 44, um, I have other episodes recorded already that I want to put out. But this one really was one that I had been thinking about before really releasing any new episodes that were different from what I wanted to. I have some episodes that are a theme so that they're going along with you know, episode this week and this week, it's a part two or part three series kind of thing. Um, so I have like six episodes waiting in queue for me to release, but I'm just not there yet. So you want to think about making sure that before you have a launch date, that you think about how many episodes you want to have ready so that you don't feel behind. A good rule of thumb that I've learned, and I don't always follow this rule for myself, is that you should have at least three recorded episodes before you put your next episode out. So for example, I had five at my launch. I put out my episode one, which was an intro, and then episode two was the one of those five episodes that I had ready. And that helps you kind of decide, okay, what content do you wanna create for the show? And having that fluidity to determine when that content is gonna be available and how to put it out. And that way you don't feel like you're stuck and you don't have a topic or you don't have the time to create something. Um, you know, I, I think for myself, what I've learned is that always try to have a batch of two to three episodes in queue just in case you don't have time to record something. For me, 2021, I wanted to make sure I had something fresh and something different, but I think something also that's relevant. I think a lot of people in the new year start to create resolutions and goals that they're wanting to achieve. And if you're listening to a podcast and you enjoy listening to them, why not have your own, right? I don't see a reason why people couldn't have one. So I thought this would be a good episode, the first episode to say um, for 2021. But believe me, I have six or seven episodes that are all recorded that I just have to go through, edit real quick, add my intro, add my outro, and put them up and get them scheduled. And I've scheduled episodes as well, where the times where I've had two episodes a week, sometimes they're running short on time, so I will make sure that I can schedule them, which is a really cool feature that Podbean does offer. I'm sure all of the other platforms do as well. So this point is particularly focusing on batching and having five, at least five, I would say, um, episodes and this is kind of going along with your launch date um, so I think that if you have the content and you have your five episodes um, that you can start to dis discuss with yourself or however you're doing this a launch date that's going to be super important okay the other thing is naming your show 
you should probably look to see if the name of the show that you have is out there. You really want to think about what's inspiring for you and where it comes from. When I thought about the name for this show, it originally was called Chit Chat with Jose and Miguel. That was the original first name of the podcast. And probably, like I said, maybe three months, maybe not even three months. I want to say it was maybe May and I launched in April or the end of May and beginning of June. So just about the two-month timeline of launching, I changed it. And we went from Chit Chat with Jose and Miguel to Life and Business Coaching for Millennials Chit Chat with Jose Miguel, which is why you always hear me say, hey, Chit Chatters. And that ultimately changed the show because I got really clear on who this show is about and who the show wanted to be targeted for. A lot of people who I've talked to in different podcast Facebook groups struggle with building their show and building an audience. And the name of your show is how people search. You want your show to be searchable. You want it to be something that it shows up when they're looking for something to listen to. I do coaching and I do coaching for life and career and business. So the name life and coaching for millennials was really tied into what was a searchable thing. People are searching for life coaches. People are searching for business coaches. People are searching for career coaches. I'm actually going to do a podcast rebrand that's changing the name of the podcast. And it's not changing it a lot. It's actually changing it to something that's more meaningful and impactful to me. But, and I won't share it now because I'm excited for it. I have some new stuff coming out for it when it comes to the artwork um, for the channel art. But it's really intentional in making sure that the things that I'm offering in the podcast when it comes to coaching and what I'm sharing with you is really reflective on what the audio, what the channel art looks like and the title of the show, okay? So maybe perhaps doing a search for the things that you find most exciting in regards to the podcast and what you want to share with people, thinking about who your ideal client is or your ideal audience is and what it is that they're listening to or searching for so that your show can be found. So that's important when it comes to the name, okay? So the name... And this list is going to be number six, um, the name for your show. The other thing that's really important is um, tagline. So when it comes to the name of the show, there's attributes to what people look for that are keywords that are searchable that go along with the tagline. So mine is helping millennials achieve successful careers and um, discover their purpose in life. And don't quote me on exactly the verbiage of that. It's really along those lines, but that's kind of what my tagline is. And so I have that included into my podcast um, on the uh, on the actual uh, description of what the podcast is about and the name, because all of that information is searchable. Success, coach, career, life. Those are keywords that are searchable. Those are my keywords. You have to really discover what your keywords are for you. If you're interested in kind of doing that, we can map that out. But I'm telling you the course that I'm going to talk to you about here in a few minutes is really going to help you um, navigate all these things. So um, the next thing I would also pay attention to is I mentioned channel art briefly. I have really bright um, attracting colors. Blue and yellow are my colors. Those have been my colors for I don't know how many years. 
Um, I've always loved them together. Those actually were my wedding colors. Um, they're my actual school colors too. We have blue and gold on my campus, but um, blue and yellow is my jam. I love the way it looks. I think it pops. I think it, it sends a message of wow. I think that you want your channel art to represent you or the brand of your podcast. So maybe you're not the brand. You know, I have my face plastered on my my podcast. So I am the brand of life and business coaching for millennials. That's who I am. And that's what I speak to. Um, and that's who my audience is. So I kind of put all that together in one space. I have me um, and I have who the, who the channel is about. Um, channel art, you can actually do Canva. Sorry, I was taking a swig of my coffee. So good right now. Um, you could actually do Canva, which is free, but there's also Fiverr, which is an amazing platform for really inexpensive um, marketing and graphic design. I love to dabble in graphic design, which is why I have Canva. I, I do all of my promo uh, channel, well, promo episode artwork on Canva. But the initial design of it came from a graphic designer. And I used Fiverr and a really good graphic designer friend that I have to create my initial logo. Fiverr was super cheap. I think it was 35 bucks. So, so far, let's kind of go, go down this. 50 bucks for the mic and pop filter. Um, 35 bucks for potentially a good channel art. So right there, you have $85 so far invested. And depending on what the hosting platform is, you may pay for your subscription. You may opt in for a free version. You can decide what really works for you. Um, but still under $100 so far in an investment that can really epically change your life. Like for me, my podcast is an actual profit for me. And because I'm coaching, I'm giving free content away. But I have people that are coming to me for coaching through the podcast. So that could be another episode I know we've been talking about the podcasting realm and why podcasting is important and all the resources, but just something to be aware of. This is the tool and the instrument that I use to really help me attract people for coaching and attract people for listening to the audio. And at the very least, like there's people listening to this podcast, which is what I never thought would have happened. Um, so your channel art and your promo work. So getting a logo, um, really how you're going to use that to promote your podcast. What does it represent? Is it speaking to the audience? Um, what are the colors you're using? What are the graphics? You want to really kind of think about a brand and a schema of colors that are going to really pop and help you be visible. Um, that's really important. The thing that I would also kind of map into the, the name and the channel work is thinking about the categories that your show is in. Um, so the categories for me are business, career, education, and I think society and culture. And I think certain platforms, I think Apple only does the first two, but your pod hosting, wherever you host your podcast, I host it on Podbean, it will then ask you to pick which categories your podcast is best suited for. So you'll be able to see that when you create your platform profile, and that's how it'll be promoted. So if someone picks a category that they're searching for a podcast on, such as education, such as finance, career, business, life, 
whatever those categories are, I want to say there's at least 10 of them, maybe even more, that's what will come up when your show's there. And it's going to be based on, you know, keyword specific. Every platform someone listens to a podcast is different. So how they search for a podcast is going to be based on the category, the keywords, or if they know the podcast name, okay? That's important to know. Um, and making sure like in your description and in your tagline, you have those keywords. So I would probably include when you're thinking of your name, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to be aware of your tagline and to be aware of your description. And those keywords are going to be where you want to focus most of your attention on to making sure that it's really where people can find you and connect with you. Um, and then I mentioned the, um, the channel art. So those are things that are really important, you know, really being able to making sure that the channel art and then the promo artwork are really succinct and aligned. Like I mentioned already, my colors, I mentioned the name, and I mentioned the graphics. And you obviously have seen or heard the podcast, whether you've seen a promo through Indeed, LinkedIn, um, not Indeed, I'm sorry, Instagram, probably could have shared the podcast on Indeed. I'm sure I'm, I could find a way to do that. But um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, <clears throat> and Twitter are where I primarily share it. Um, so that kind of really, are this like the top eight things I would say that are super important. The other things are like really minimal. So like when we talk about, people always think about, well, how many episodes should I have in a season? Or should I do season and should I just do episodes? I don't find those things to be super important. You know, I have episode 43 and I think some people may decide to do a season for their podcast because I, I, the channel work asked me to do what season I'm in and you're, and you're hosting. So Podbean says, what season is your podcast? I'm going to say season one. I'm deciding for myself that season two will be in April 2022 or 2021. Sorry, because it'll be a year since I launched the podcast. April 23rd was my first episode release. So season two of the podcast will start in April 23, 23rd of 2021. Gosh, these 20s are such a tongue twister. Um... I mentioned the length already on the podcast as well. You know, the, the sweet spot, I think, is that 30 to 45 minute timeline. Obviously, if you're interviewing someone, it can be longer. But, you know, knowing your audience, knowing how they're listening is really going to make a big difference. Um, you know, I talked a little bit about how you're recording your podcast and the software. I also talked about, um, you know, if you're doing interviews, I mentioned I use Zoom for that. That's pretty. And Zoom is free, too. Like, you can do Zoom for 50 minutes. Like if you're doing a 30-minute interview, which is what I like to stick to, that's great, right? That's super easy. Um, and then the other things that I I would mention is the course, right? So I took this course, which is called Podcast Pro University. My coach, my friend, my mentor, my girl, Stephanie Gass is the owner and creator of this course. She has a podcast that she launched a little over two years ago, and she has 350,000 downloads, and she has over 250 episodes on her show. And her show is called The Mompreneur Mastermind. And I had already had my podcast, so a lot of what the podcast, uh, Podcast Pro University taught me, I knew so much more of it. But when I, taught, when I started to learn on the course, 
I went in with it with on the lens of wanting to know more about what could I do differently that I don't already know? How can I improve on it? I think the course will systematically help you organize all of the things that we kind of talked about. Um, it will give you a good checklist of being able to help you launch a successful show, a show that can really put you in um, in a charting of podcasting. So like I know that Mike's show in certain countries, I've charted at, you know, 100 or 80 or whatever it may be. I haven't paid attention to it. To me, is not that important. Those aren't important things. But maybe for you, if you're going to do this, that may be important to you. But her system and her course, and I would say for what most people will pay for a podcasting course, let me tell you, is really inexpensive and not that, not that it's not worth the value. I'm just saying that there's no reason for it to be thousands of dollars. This is a very affordable course for what it offers from top to bottom. And it gives you every single detail of everything you need to know. And you have access to the course for a lifetime. It's not something that you buy and you can never access again after you're done using it. There's no limited time stuff with that. So I'm going to include a show. I'm going to include a link to Podcast Pro University. Like I said, Stephanie Gass, amazing. I'll link her into this as well. But that's pretty much all the things that I want to mention. You know, I think there are so many things that can help you get inspired for starting a podcast, for launching a podcast. My inspiration, like I mentioned before, came from me being able to start my coaching platform and for me to be able to share the message that God has brought me here to do, which has really helped people who are really trying to find their purpose and are struggling in their life and struggling with figuring out what they're meant to be doing um, in their career as well. So God, you know, sent me to do that. That's my work. That's what I'm here for. And the podcast just happens to be a great connector to it. I know that people learn in very different modalities. So I am a very visual learner, but I've learned to become an adaptable audible learner. I remember being in college and in the classroom being really crazily taking notes when someone was lecturing. And a podcast, that experience in the classroom, I've adapted it into the podcast. And so many people are now listening to podcasts. Like, there are millions of podcasters and podcasts out there, but not even close to where they're expecting it to be. In the next five years, they're they're expecting it to blow up. So get your, get your podcast out there. Get your feet wet with it. If you have questions and you need coaching on it, I'm here for it. You know, Stephanie's also there for it. She's great at coaching people with it. That's her thing. If you need clarity and inspiration, I'm here for that too. And if you need some solid career coaching or life coaching, I got you, boo. I got you. I have some amazing packages that are great for 2021. If you want to jump on one of those, there's no promotions going on. But let me tell you, it is worth the time and the energy to invest in yourself in 2021, especially, <coughs> excuse me, especially, and I promise it's not the Rona, especially if you are looking to make a shift in your life where you really want to be intentional with your purpose, intentional with your goals, and you want accountability. Because that's what I do really well is that when I work with my clients and I help them to the level of accountability. What are you looking for? We established those goals really on so I know what my job is for you and how to be really effective. So if you're ready for coaching and you really want that in your life, hop on over to Coaching with Jose and Miguel. Check out the packages. If you have questions, 
email me hello at coachingwithjoseamiguel.com. I'm here to answer any of your questions. With that being said, thank you everyone for an amazing 2020. I know it's behind us. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And I'm so blessed for 2021. Thank you for all you do, the inspiration, the love, and for listening to me every single week. All my love into the next episode. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.